the inside. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. You guys, I am so excited. I'm starting a new series. It's the Influencer Series. I cannot wait for y'all to hear this series. It's probably going to be about 10 weeks long, maybe longer. I'm not quite sure because I have fallen into this group of influencers. And I don't even know if you know what an influencer is. But it's basically, it's like an influencer slash blogger slash fashion blogger poster on Instagram. I'm not even technical with it. I don't know what it is. But basically... People look to you for a resource of things. It can be all sorts of things, but what this group that I have gotten to be a part of is, it's blogging, it's fashion, it's style, it's products, but their hearts are so great. And these girls, they're such incredible females and they're so all about empowering each other, working together, collaborating, and they're gonna share all of their secrets on how they do what they do, how they grow their Instagram, how they make money, how you get started, tips. It's going to be amazing. My first guest is Shaylee Mills. She's so freaking cute. She's 20 years old. She's a bright, bubbly, blonde, beautiful bombshell, but her heart is even more beautiful than she looks on the outside, which is hard to believe. She talks about some real stuff, you guys. Like She really gets in to some struggles she was went through in high school and how she has found positivity, what faith is to her, what an important role it plays in her life, how she does her blogging, how she does her posts on Instagram. She is the most precious, most adorable person on the face of the earth. I'm so excited she's kicking off my influencer series. So you guys get excited and welcome Shaylee Mills. You're my first interview on my influencer series. I feel so honored. I feel so honored. Because no, you're a little I'm badass. Excited. I've been watching your, or I guess listening and watching your <laughs> podcast. I was a nanny and I would seriously watch them while I was folding the kids laundry. Stop it. And now you're in my apartment. Well, interviewing I, me. Like, oh my gosh. I'm the lucky one. I'm you so are, excited. It forced to be reckoned with. And you're so freaking young. Okay, so like, what are you, 21? 20. 20. I'll be, I'll be 21, 21 this year. Oh my gosh. I know. And you already have over 100,000 followers. I you never are, would have imagined <laughs> ever that this would happen. You are a fashion guru. You have all these people who love your style. Like, you are some people's style inspiration. That's so weird to think because I wear like leggings and sweatpants in my house. All <laughs> What you're seeing me in right now, this is not like surprising to anybody if they know me but you have closets and closets full of clothes that never see the light of day oh what do you do with all those clothes i shoot them so that people can see them and then they sit in my closet oh my gosh i know i need to sell them honestly or give them away at this point i need to just like have people come in my house invade my space and just go (laughs) or have like a fashion show oh my gosh for charity you can raise money for charity actually all the influencers that are these fashion bloggers who have all these clothes let's do it y'all should do a fashion show and just have your clothes auctioned off and then sell them right after Mm -hmm. that would be so genius yeah i love that we need to talk to the girls about that honestly which is kind of exciting okay so we i i feel like i'm the lucky one because i'm like the odd man out camera i am not (laughs) i am not a really a fashion blogger but somehow you always look so cute every event we go to you're like the badass at like just the leather jacket (laughs) the cool earrings like we talked about (laughs) Kendra Scott but you always look so good I don't know how I fell into this group though because all of y'all are these fashion icon influencers but it has been the most fun thing I've been a part of because there's a group of like how many are there oh my gosh 12 
12. I mean, and we throw new girls in there. Like There's today, there was how many? 17 in. at that spin cycle thing? Yeah, we're kind of sweaty and gross right now. <laughs> Shaylee is such a good sport. She's the cutest person on earth, a fashion <laughs> icon, obviously. But I was like, we went to this spin class for Liz, Megan oh, and Liz. My it was gosh. Liz's bachelorette like spin party mm-hmm. and I was like are you cool if we interview afterwards and Shaylee's like yeah sure, sure. that's how natural Shaylee is <laughs> a little rough but it's fine <laughs> talk to me about that spin class that was so fun it will kick your ass I was dying. for the full time it's at Verticity Cycling yes green it's in not Green Hills it's in East Nashville yes my heart was busting through my chest the whole time you were killing it I, I could see you through the mirror and I was like what the heck she obviously does this every single day like <laughs> twice a day I was like oh, okay <laughs> no I got put in the front row because Kim the owner thought I, I could do it because I've done it like twice before I'm like oh no gosh. I'm not I'm not a pro at all Liz never done it they were killing it and they're twins and they were doing it right at the same time everything I was like they are like the same person they're so in sync they got it though but this little influencer group has been the most fun thing mm-hmm. and we do all these events together like you said new people are coming in all the time Absolutely. and everyone's so welcoming like so no one welcoming. is like oh I don't want them here I don't want them there like everyone is like come on in what do you need we got you like right off the bat they're like sisters so talk to me about what it actually means to be an influencer because that is such an interesting thing that's just popped up since social media has existed and it's you're so, so young different. that you're like on the forefront of it so when did you become an influencer and how does that even happen and what does that mean to you well, I became, I guess, I didn't even realize I was becoming a blogger whenever I became a blogger. Do you blog? I do. What do you like to blog about? Well, Fashion? it just depends. It's dailyshaley.com. Dailyshaley. So how do you spell that? D-A-I-L-Y-S-H-E-A-L-E-I-G-H. Of course. You're so cute. Dailyshaley.com. I can't even handle it. I was like, okay, like I didn't intend on it. I didn't follow any bloggers. I didn't know anything about the world. Didn't even know it was like its own separate thing. How old were you? I was 18. It was so you become you've had a hundred thousand followers happen in two years. Yeah, a little less than two years. What? I I had four thousand followers on Instagram. I just like in high school I was friends with people from different towns and like naturally had kind of just a bigger follower from moving away, going and being a part of different things, doing new things, that kind of stuff. And then I was always I moved to Nashville after graduation. Why Nashville? And you're from Illinois. A I'm small from town, Illinois. Very, very small town in southern Illinois called Carterville. Carterville. Um, oh. Carterville. And you loved it. I mean, we all love our hometown. <laughs> right. After you leave, you love it more. Right. You know, you, you have appreciate to it. be gone to appreciate it. Absolutely. Totally. So I still go back. I was actually there yesterday with my parents. It's nice to go back, but I'm so glad. It was such a blessing to move here. So right. I actually had never even been to Nashville when I decided to move here. How, why Nashville? I was going to originally move to Texas, and then I was like, you know, that's not where I'm meant to be. And how did you know I'm, where you're? How did you know you're not meant to be in Texas? You just. I prayed. Honestly, I know how cliche that can sound, but I was like, God, where it was March. So I graduated in May. It was March before, right before you graduated. spring break. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, where do you want me? Um, I have no idea. Like put me on a path because I have no idea what to do. And I literally woke up one morning and I went up to my mom and I was like, I'm moving to Nashville. How did you get that feeling? Did it just come to you? I don't know if it was a thing I saw, something I heard. I just was naturally like, Nashville and just, you knew it, it just came to my mind like I can't explain it it's the most bizarre like I've always I've always been a Christian always trusted in God but this was a different kind of thing like you it started knew. a whole new relationship religiously what did it open up or what how okay because this is also a spiritual podcast too. oh yeah so what did that do for you spiritually it made me turn to God for every little question every idea anything I needed it was complete reliance on God how at that point he answer you I wish I knew. I wish you would tell me that because it, it was like literally like, 
I was like, God, where am I supposed to be? And he said, Nashville. And I was like, okay. Went upstairs, said, Mom, I'm moving to Nashville. And she go, her first thing she said was, you've never been there. <laughs> and I was like, I know, but that's where God wants me. So we, she's like, all right, spring break, we'll go and visit. And I had an old youth pastor of mine, and I was like, coming to visit, checked it out, one neighborhood. And I was like, this is where I'm meant to be. So when you say he answered you, I always mm-hmm. wonder when people say God talks to me, like what, cause like, is he speaking words to you or is he like giving you feelings or is he showing you like a neon flashing sign? That's like- what I, well, I always, my, I remember pastors and people being like, you know, God told me this. I was like, okay, like how do you hear a yeah. voice? Like, I don't understand that. How does that even happen? And then I can't even explain it. It's just like, is it like a, just in your brain, he's talking like you just have like, a, it's almost like he it's, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's almost like, I feel like everyone probably has a different occurrence whenever it happens. Like either they see something in a dream or like something like that. Mine was just, you're good. Um, something just told me. Like a feeling? It was almost just like, you know how like you're thinking throughout that. It's almost like, okay, almost like your grocery list. Okay. How you're like, okay, I need bread and eggs and milk and okay. And then you just think, okay, where should I go? Houston, stay home, Nashville. Wait, Nashville. It was oh. almost like one of those. And it just clicked. Mm-hmm. It so was it's just like, like dating. You can't quite explain it. Like when you meet someone and you're like, I guess so. I don't you know. have a connection almost yeah. or something. It was just like one of those things that somehow randomly crossed my mind, but it was never a maybe. It was like, a, yeah, it that's was, it. Yeah. It was never a maybe Nashville. It was like, here's my list. Wait, boom. Okay. I, that's it. There you was knew. no, after that, there was no doubt. The first time it came to my mind, never went away. And when you got here, was it totally exactly what you thought it would be? No. Like, okay. Not at all. What happened when you got here? I moved here with, just by myself. And I no slept on no an air one. mattress. You're, I knew no one. You're 18? I was, I had just turned 18. Holy I was cow. like 18 in two months. And so you're just a little baby. Yeah. And my, I mean, I was the first kid to like leave and fly the nest and, or fly the coop and just go. How many siblings do you have? I have two brothers, Grant and Brock. And they're older? Uh, Grant is older and Brock is younger. We're 18, 20, and 22. So when you got here, was it nerve-wracking? Oh, yeah. I mean, I came here in the summer, and at first I was out by the pool like, yeah, I'm out by the pool in Nashville. Like, look at me. I'm 18. I'm doing the thing. And then I was like, wait, bills? Wait, hold on. This? I have to buy food? I have to do this? Like, it's fun to grocery shop with your mom. (laughs) But whenever you're in charge of everything... Oh my gosh, it was like adulting real quick. So from one day to the next, you became an adult? Literally, one thing after another, it was like, wait, I didn't realize. It was just right after everything started kind of, it was like two weeks of fun because I moved here in June, so see Mayfest, and that's always fun, and hey, this is, I love Nashville, let's go (laughs) party and dance and do this and a concert, yeah, and then it was like, oh wait, I need a job, and then before I knew it, I had four jobs. What were your jobs? I was, um... Working at a smoothie bar at Gold's Gym. Okay. Um, I, what else was there? It's been a while. I became a nanny. Okay. I started doing extra work on okay. like CMT shows and different stuff like oh, that, like fun. in Asheville. <laughs> and um, there was some, what else did I do? I mean, you name it. Just all I was doing, ends. yeah. I mean, just here and there, anything. Oh, Francesca's. Oh, I was working at, at the, yeah, the little store. store here in Hendersonville. And I was like, I just need a job. And I was like, okay, I got to get as many. I was going to school full time. It was crazy. Are you still in school? I'm done with school. Okay, great. Kind of done. Kind of done. That's an iffy, iffy kind of thing. But you don't really need school to be a fashion star. Well, I was going to school for communications for okay. radio and TV, and then 
I was actually being an extra on a TV show one day, and they were like, you kind of look like our main girl. Do you want to be her body double, like her stand-in kind of a thing? And I was like, yeah, sure. That, looks, <laughs> that seems fun, working on TV, yeah. And then that kind of just went into a new thing, and then I met people from that that led me to the next, and then people were like, wait, what are you doing in Nashville? You're on this TV thing, but then you're at a smoothie bar, and then, like, <laughs> what are you doing? So I quit a bunch of my jobs, became a full-time nanny after the show wrapped, and did that for a while. And then people were like, wait, what do you do now? I always got, what do you do? What do you, that, was, that question. So what do you do? Especially when you don't have, a, like, a definite job. And you don't How do you say, answer that? You don't, I mean, back I then I was like. I that question. Oh, I did too. That's why my first blog post was called, So What Do You Do? Oh, your so, first one ever? Yes, it was called, <clears throat> So What Do You Do? And that's I just how you explained. started Shaley Daily? Daily Shaley. Daily Shaley, that's how you started yep. Daily Shaley? That's my first post is called, So What Do You Do? And oh, it was just like a list of kind of what I'm telling you now and just all the different things I did from smoothie bars to clothing to, I mean, anything. And I did that and then I was like, yeah, I guess I just need a website. Started that, started that up, took some pictures of things I already had and of clothes and stuff of just clothes I had like me in the mirror those were my posts like just little <laughs> things and then hey can you take a picture of me real quick and like right before I would leave work in my outfit and I would like go on there and just write about it and people were like well, where should I go eat whenever I'm in Nashville and I was like um I don't know I need to go and explore so I went out and I started exploring and writing about it and then writing about it took pictures of my food put it on there too and then a restaurant was like hey we want you to come eat for free and I was like free food free oh food? my god I have four jobs I'd love free food like yes <laughs> and then it was like we want to send you a t-shirt to put on your blog <gasps> a t-shirt Free t-shirt yes I'll, I would love a free t-shirt oh my gosh yes of course here's a full post on it and then they were like bracelets yes and we'll pay you to write about it pay I me? make money from this now yeah I'd love to and then we'll pay you this much and we'll do this and come here and do and I was like whoa 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 Okay, then it was more Nashville bloggers following me, me seeing a world of it, and then outside of bloggers, and then the big time bloggers with millions of followers and would follow you too and talk no, to no, you. No, no, no. Oh gosh, I wish. No, but like, I would find them off of that, and I would be like, wait, I've seen this girl on Pinterest, and oh, she has a website, and oh my gosh, wait, that's her, and it connects here, and just it became a whole separate world. It changed everything, and the way the blog is set up, and how it's not just some website. It's like a oh, career. You really made it. You oh yeah. Really studied it. And you, yeah. you figured out how to make this a career. Mm -hmm. So th your career was divinely inspired, obviously, because God just told you to come he to Nashville. Like, Go. And then he pretty much anointed your steps, I you mean, yeah. It literally <clears throat> was it like sort of every little job fell into someone I met. Everywhere that I worked, I have met someone that has led me to where I'm at now, whether it's like my boyfriend was at the smoothie bar and now that's how I met him two years later we're together but like it's just so funny how different things worked out and I now work I used to work for Francesca's and now they send me stuff and I post for them so it's kind of like different you know working it's still work but it's so much bigger than I ever anticipated so how did your followers jump so fast you've been on Instagram for two years and you have a hundred thousand over a hundred thousand followers oh. how did that happen is that also a god thing that is such on it and with Instagram here's the thing they people can say you buy and you buy likes and this and that but people, talk to you can about tell. buying followers because that's, that's a whole a, well, world I I actually talked to a few of our Nashville bloggers which I'm sure that they'll get into that too but mm -hmm. I was like how can one girl can really tell who buys and I'm like how it's like a magic power and she can <laughs> I mean she just knows I'm like okay teach me how because I don't know I'm always like dang this girl grew so fast and I'm like 
that's not real, I guess. Right. So you can like buy followers, I guess for pennies is what someone was saying. It's so cheap, but it hurts you in the long run because companies know. How do they know? Because they have the same. They have some sort of website that you can check. So I'm like, oh my gosh, they know. So but, someone's not someone who's a real company is going to check, and they're not going to want right. to hire you or pay they're you gonna if they're going to be advertising fake to fake people. So right. you don't want to go to a bunch of spam accounts. But people thought maybe you were I was buying or you were doing that or that. <clears throat> and I actually, whenever I first started blogging, a company called Pink Lily saw me, and I model for them full time too. So that helps a lot with everything. And then they'll do a contest or post a video of me doing something stupid because Laura knows I do during <laughs> shoots. We have a whole blooper account but um I just people see that and they see my account like a more not serious side of things but see it as a blogger but then they see that I'm real Mm -hmm. it's not gonna be you know me in five thousand dollar pairs of shoes and you know fifteen thousand dollar bags and stuff you know it's right this is from forever 21 on sale for four bucks so like and it's that's what you're gonna get from me you know so it is kind of I think being realistic being genuine being goofy that is what really made people be like I'm going to follow her. So that's, I mean, I've put on my story before. How did you find my account? And they're like, Pinterest, Pink Lily. My friend told me. So it's just all over the board. And Nashville is booming so fast. Mm -hmm. They're constantly looking up different things. Restaurants, um, hotels, Airbnbs, shopping, all sorts of stuff in Nashville. So hashtags make it, makes it grow. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. So hashtagging is important. Like I I haven't done hashtags in so long and I guess I need to just to get like a new group in, Mm -hmm. but like hashtag Nashville blogger, hashtag Nashville. My friends make fun of me for it, but I mean, it was working. I was growing. I was like, dang, it was cool. So do you think being specific about your brand, do you have, like when people look at your feed, is there a brand you're trying to promote? Is that a big part of growing your followers? I am all over the place with that. Like one day I'll post more like like a leather jacket type of style or a fun little dress or a flirty this or boho that kind of stuff and then I'll be in a juicy suit the next like I literally wore a juicy couture sweatsuit the other day <laughs> and that got more likes than half of my photos that I actually try hard on really but oh yeah does something oh, yeah. like a selfie more than like a real photo oh like my a gosh professional photo? if I go out and get my photos made and pay a photographer made and like pay a photographer for it all I won't get as many likes as if I post a photo of me and Kip or me and my boyfriend or I posted one of me in the mirror with... And like, Kip is your cat. Yes. Kipton is my little cat. <laughs> He's not here right now. But um, I mean, just real life stuff does way better because they know that it's you. It's what you would actually be doing. It's not you posing mm-hmm. in a certain outfit. It's what you actually wore that day. It's real life. So do you think it's good to have a mix though? Like to have oh, professional absolutely. photo? So actually people might not even know this. Those pictures on your feed sometimes... They're, they're taken not, by a real photographer, right? Oh yeah, and they're not that day. Yeah. If you see me. Explain that. Explain okay. how people plan out their feeds. People tell me this all the time. I actually have an app on my phone. I can show you. Yeah, show us. So I have, let's see, before my phone dies. Is it called, what's it called? I have, there's two different apps. This one I'm going to show you is called Planoli, and then one is called the UNUM. So photos that I took back in Orange Beach couple weeks ago back when I was there see how they're all lined up so you you so I haven't posted so those you plan, yet okay so I can just, I just started doing this plan out yes all of your photos in advance none of these are posted no some of them are those two are not um so you, but that way I can kind of see like I was sitting down here and I was sitting there so I didn't want to buy each other but so you plan out do you want like the color schemes to match I'm and, not big on color scheme like I knew I had some red and pink coming up for Valentine's Day I'm not crazy over all of my stuff my friend is some of my friends are like they have to have this color and like there's some bloggers that you look at their page and you see 
every little detail matches and everything's the same and their house matches every outfit and they just plan it way too much. You're not going to get that from me because I don't have time. I don't have the skill for that. But I mean, you can just kind of so make you, it bright. So you make sure you plan your pictures ahead of time. Um, I did that for just for some ads I had coming up from companies and all that. Talk but to me about collaborations. Like, how do you collaborate? Do people reach out to That's you? A huge, I get that question all the time. So what they'll do is people will kind of say like, hey, you know, you really fit our brand. We'd love to collaborate. And if you have a media kit, which is like a list of your prices and how you kind of do your business side of it, it's like almost like your application of how they could pay you or how they could share your stuff. And you send that to them if they need it. And then they say, you know, here's our budget. Here's your budget. Let's talk. Let's figure it out. And we'll send you some clothes or we'll send you this and just talk about it on your blog. And you wear their stuff if it works. I'm going to be honest. If my stuff works, it, it'll work and I'll write about it. There's been times I get stuff in the mail. I'm like, this is nothing like the picture. This mm -hmm. isn't what was right. I can write about it but it's not going to be good. good. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's fine. So you're like, honest. Yeah. So you're, oh, yeah. It's very important for you I to be honest. I have a whole shelf in there full of clothes that I haven't written about because I said to the company, this isn't good. I'm not going to share it. I'm not going to tell people to go buy it. So, so you're not going to blog about it unless you love it. Yeah, there's been things before. Like there's one thing that I did write about a long time ago and I hadn't, I'd used it twice. And mm -hmm. I was like, love this. I've had it forever. And I was like, I hated that. So I told the company, I'll use it for, give me two months. Mm -hmm. And then if I like it, I will share it. So there's been times that I'm like, I, cause whenever you're first starting up, it's so easy to grab everything that comes your way. Right. It's like parade candy. You just want to grab parade it all whenever candy. you're like, whenever you're a kid, you want it's it free. all. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. getting free stuff. And then you're adult and you're like, no, I just want the Tootsie Rolls. Like right. you just want certain things or, you know, you know so, what works for you. Exactly. So you get less, almost less greedy. Cause yes. at first it's like, yeah, I want all of this and I want paid for it. And then you're kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to slow down. Cause you end up getting too much material. And also something I was going to say is that half the things that you see posted aren't that day. Right. So like you right. go out and I'll go shoot like five or six outfit with outfits with a friend and then we shoot it and you save you, them. You save it because you, I want to sit at home like this and watch friends or watch the office. <laughs> so you, know? you bank your photos and, then you, and then you plan them out. Yep. So how many photo, how many outfit changes do you take in one photo session that, and how oh, long will that last you for like a, so I went to orange beach with one of my friends. Her name's Torin Lee. She's a great blogger. Um, she has a blog, Be Beautiful, and she's really sweet. We went to Orange Beach, and I think we took a total of, like, 40-something outfits. And we Whoa. just, oh, bikinis, bathing suits, cover-ups, spring break outfits, nice dresses, beachy dresses, Valentine's Day, Day ideas, pajamas, everything. And we just shot for four days straight. Wow. I mean, and then travel outfits at the airport, after we left the airport, before, like, I mean, it's but that's the thing, though. Our vacation wasn't a vacation anymore. Mm -hmm. The it's past work. few, oh yeah, the past few vacations, I say, I've been on. I haven't gotten to sit down. We had two sit down dinners during that. The rest of the time, we had Oreos and goldfish <laughs> and sausage biscuits. And I mean, it's it does change. You're making your time count. It changes your so how whole long? Life. Will, how long will those photos last you? A couple weeks. Forty photos will last you a couple. Forty outfits, outfits will last you a couple weeks. It just depends how often you post, how much you post, how, how often spread do you out. Post? I try not to post more. I try to do five photos a week. So whether it's like a day in between or four or five photos a week, depending now, on the week. Why is that? Just because I don't want to. Some bloggers post two or three times a day, and I don't want to annoy my followers. If they want to see something, they'll go back and look at my page or they'll ask me for it. And whenever they ask, I'll be like, "Yeah, here's this, or here's that, or here's." So you actually you know, talk to your people? Oh yeah, I I try to respond to every single person, but it does get overwhelming. So I don't always, <laughs> I'm not always able to, but there's a 90% chance that if your message comes through my inbox, it's probably going to get answered. 
That's amazing. I try to respond to everybody. And finally, I did have to set a limit to myself where I was, I mean, I'd be sitting here watching TV and I would see someone random from Switzerland message me <laughs> and be like, hey, I loved this sweater. Where did you get it? And I would pause TV, go to my computer, download where I was from, link it, go through, oh, message wow. her back and send it to her like, hey girl, here you go. Oh, wow. But I was doing that so often. That's exhausting. I That's another it. job. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, you don't stop. Mm-hmm. You're const- You wake up. You check what you have to do. You answer messages. You reply back to people. You link outfits. You go plan a shoot. You redo your website. You update. I mean, it is nonstop, 24-7. You're planning your next shoot as soon as your next one's done. I mean, it's just, I saw a blogger that did a full post on it, and she said, you are a stylist. You're a writer. You're an editor. um, You're a publisher. You, I mean, you're a photographer at times. You're a planner. You are every single thing. You do your own financial side of things. Mm -hmm. You have... 15 million jobs packed into one of being a blogger and it's like bloggers aren't really taken seriously because it's like like oh you dress up no though oh yeah people are like oh you dress up and take pictures yeah that's hard but it is it's a full-time job I work more now than I did when I had those four jobs and went to school full-time what is the number of followers where you start getting paid to post for companies whenever I did it a comp someone told me um what number do you have to hit well, someone told me start charging at 10000 okay. But there's girls out there that aren't so much influencers as a lot of people say. They call them Instagram models where it's like if it wasn't Instagram, you probably wouldn't be doing what you're doing. Right, right. But that they say if Instagram cuts off, they're going to need a job. Where right. If you're a blogger, you, have, your you blog. have a blog. And as soon as Instagram, say Instagram takes five, ten years to completely be gone. Do you think it's going to go away? I mean, it, my space went are away going- and things went away. I mean, it's constant. So whether it's, you know, gone in five years or 10 years or you never know when it's going to disappear, it is going to eventually either die down or not be needed as much. But a company will always need influencers, whether it's on their blog or YouTube or whatever is out there next. They will always need that. What's so going to happen when Instagram goes away? There's going to be something new. Oh, my gosh. Something. So you think 10,000. OK, so like. But what? I've seen girls that have like 2,000 that will post for like hats or bikinis and they'll get paid a little bit here and there but in order to make like I mean there's some that make six figures that is insane to me how do you make six figures you have to is it <laughs> I like need en- someone to tell me that is it like engagement level too is that it's a part honestly, of it a lot of bloggers that started years ago I'm not and the thing is I don't know all this stuff because mm-hmm. I didn't expect to ever be in this world so I found out that you can make money from this and I was like whoa that's crazy so I mean it just changes on kind of who you are when you started, what your engagement level is. That's why they say don't buy followers. That mm-hmm. is the, I've, and I know if you ask any of the bloggers in this series, what do you suggest the most? They w- will all say do not buy and be real, real and be a real person. Like yeah. if you go on every day with full hair and makeup done, always put together, they're going to be like, okay, they might look up to you, but they're not going to relate to you. They want to know that you're real too. Exactly. Like us. See, we're working like clothes. We, we're sweaty. I mean, I'm sorry if I smell like sweat. No, you're fine. You're fine. I'm probably just, just as worse, if not worse. So, okay. So, okay. Ballpark it. Mm-hmm. If you are at 10,000 followers and you are a full-time blogger, mm-hmm. fashion stylist, what would you charge for a post? Like what is a de- What's a I'm range? Think of what, what's a range? I think I, I think whenever I hit 10,000, I started charging like $50 for an Instagram picture and like a hundred or maybe 75 for a full blog post so I, and I would do those just every now and then I wasn't posting as much back then mm-hmm. and I also didn't have as much 
um, I guess almost traffic from companies, you know, cause it was easy for, you know, small up, small startup companies to reach out, but they're like, Oh, we don't have a budget. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if I had 50,000, they'd be like, Oh, here's our budget. It just mm-hmm. depends. They companies play with you a little bit, you know? So do they want, how will the company do they? Okay. Does a company want to know that they want to know that you're actually going to drive sales? Yes. That's so, why the fake followers, they can see, they'll be like, no, we don't want that because we don't want to give her stuff and have her, you know, share it with her followers, say 10,000. Well, 3,000 of them are real. Right. So 7,000 of those aren't going to come to us. We only actually are promoting to 3,000 people. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a waste for them. It's a waste for you. There's just no reason to do it. But companies, if they see you're real and your numbers are good and you have comments and likes and questions on your post, they're going to be like, okay, we want questions about our face mask or our protein shake or our, you know, clothing. We want that. We want that engagement. We want Shay to answer questions about her experience because that's real. So if someone says to me, hey, do you really like that protein shake? Well, I have two bags of it up on my fridge. So, like, I mean, I love it. I've ordered more. I've gotten more. And I actually see results when I use it. Boom, I can share with an actual testimony with people. Okay. So it makes it better if you – that's why you also have to love the product. Because yeah. if you get questions about it, like, hey, how long does a bag last? Oh, crap, I didn't really use it. I don't know. You know what I mean? And that's what you're like, talking about being greedy in the beginning. In the beginning, yes. you take everything. But then once you get more, like, once you get more stable in who you are, once you mm-hmm. realize this is a job, start being selective right. and being honest about it. Absolutely. Okay, so say when you hit 15,000 followers, how much would you charge for a post? Oh, gosh. Or 20? I don't remember what I did. I know I didn't do mine right. I know some people had... There's a website that you put it in. You put in, like, some different numbers, and it tells you what you should be, like an average. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. I was just honestly, like, you know, it. <laughs> and I And still to this day, I was, someone was like, oh, my gosh, you hit 100. You need, you know, you need to up this price, and you need to make up a new contract to send out. And, you need, and I was like, I'm still fine with my own number. <laughs> like, I'm still paying the bills. Like, I went up a little bit whenever I hit it, but people were like, you need to double. And I was like, I went up literally $100. Like, I didn't do much. I just enough to have a little extra to treat myself in situations and to be able to say to companies, Hey, I do have to be more specific. That also makes them respect you Mm -hmm. because then they're like, okay, she's not just going for anybody. And she does take this seriously. Okay. So will a company send you a product and then also pay you on top of it? Yes. Freak out. This is the best job in the world. I know you have to work hard, but it's like you love it. Oh my gosh. It's the best kind of work though. And I enjoy it. If I didn't like it, I know so many bloggers that say, I don't love it, but it pays the bills. And I don't like it. How do you not love it when you're getting awesome clothes? I mean, I know it's a lot of work. It's so much work. But they say, I don't even like doing it anymore. It's a pain in my butt. It is too many hours out of your day to not enjoy it. Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, like you can sit right here, watch TV, Write all your posts. Like, yeah, it is the work to go out and do stuff. But you can edit five or six posts here in a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Just, But the thing is time maintenance. Me mm-hmm. and Hunter Schleicher were actually talking about how you can Hunter sit- Primo now. Oh, Hunter Primo. I She's forgot about that. Woman. Oh, my Hunter <laughs> Primo. But we were talking about how her husband, her then fiance, now husband, and my boyfriend, we were saying, like, they have to tell us to go to bed. It's 3 a.m. It's time to go to bed. Stop. Oh, my so, gosh. I mean, so it's you're so... you're eating and breathing and sleeping this. Oh, yeah. I would be, like, going through dinner, and we. I have a new role with my Hunter. That's who I'm dating. Um, he is like, Shay, get off of your stuff. Like, get <laughs> off of there. So we do no phones anymore at dinner and stuff. But, I mean, everything you do revolves around answering questions to not a fan, but like a follower or mm-hmm. answering an email to a company because they need that quick. And, you know, you have to be someone that understands that. So 
it's tough. It is. It's like family time changed for me whenever I would go home for Christmas. I was like, Christmas now you're, day. Now you have yeah. to blog about all the, what are these things called? Halls? Like you do like halls, a, hall. a blog hall where you like yeah. talk about all your Christmas stuff. You talk about all oh your my makeup gosh. stuff. You have to do tutorials. I wanted just like a Christmas morning and I literally did like a scan of the room of me and my brothers getting our stuff and people were like, where did you get that? Where's this? I was like, oh my gosh, then you have to break it down because no one, oh my you're gosh. not just posting your life. You are now, right. you are a source. People who link into you and love you and follow you, you are now their go-to for all their stuff you become their go-to I posted a photo of me doing a sumo squat in the middle of Target yesterday with my best friend and I had five people message me within like 10 minutes saying where's that sweatshirt from and I didn't even check my phone because I didn't even think anything of it you know it was just me being goofy with a friend and then I put my phone away and I was like whoa wait why does it keep beeping yeah and it was a a torn up t-shirt and I was like People want, want to know this. everything. People well, want now everything. they're invested in you. So, how many real posts do you do of, like, say, you and your boyfriend hanging mm-hmm. out versus that's kind of the thing I don't posting. really keep track of. It's kind of a as I have it kind of thing. So, if I go out tomorrow and shoot three outfits, I can mix in those, you know, not as real life type of things with the rest of my stuff. So, so you like seventy five percent clothes and like twenty five percent. So lenient on myself. On I think that's great. I'm not. Some bloggers are like some people in general. Are like okay, I want this, then this, and then that, and then I have to have the. And I'm just like, what? Well, uh, this, this feels good. I like. I do like to line up on those apps that I showed you. It helps out tremendously with being able to tell businesses like. This goes, you know, I can have that done on Monday for you, or I can mm-hmm. have this done. And I mean, it is fun to just do it as you want because it's still your social media. Right. It's still, you know, it's my friends and family. Yeah, my friends and family still want to see what I'm up to. They don't mm-hmm. want to see a business thing. And I understand that. I've had some of my friends be like, I love you, but I can't follow you anymore because it's all, it doesn't feel like you. I'll see you on Facebook. I'm like, I understand completely. Yeah. You know, it does change that kind of stuff. And whenever I first started my Instagram in high school, it was, oh my gosh, girls night and the mirror pics, like, uh-huh. like that kind of stuff. And now I can't just go on and post. Like I have to be, I mean, I'm about Every to be 21. Every post has a dollar value to oh, you yeah. too. And I'm not, a, I'm about to be 21. I can't go out post what other 21 year olds are putting on their stuff. Because I can, you know, hurt my career by posting a stupid drunken photo of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, I'm about to be 21 and go have these fun years. It can't end up anywhere if I go do something stupid. So I have to be careful. Okay. And so, like, you're not going to, if you're having a fun friends, girls weekend, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to post a picture of that. You might do, like, an Insta story about that. Talk to me about the Insta stories versus the post. So, like, I'll still do pictures with my girlfriends and, like, that kind of stuff. And as I go and do different things, I'm just, and I know it sounds kind of almost bitchy, but you have to be selective. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, okay, like, we'll all go out and everyone's editing their stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to put on my story. Because yeah. that still reaches, you know, thousands of people. I get about 32,000 views on stories. So it's Dang. just people, I mean, people still watch that. Some people watch that. There's a poll thing on there now where people are saying, do you see my post on my timeline or do you just see my stories? And people are saying stories. Really? Because people don't want to scroll through and see a lot of ads and sponsor stuff. So they look at your real life stuff on your story and that's you talking, that's you sharing. It's more that's the real, real stuff. Yeah. And last night I was in a face mask talking <laughs> on my story and that was real. Mm-hmm. And people were like, wait, what face mask do you use? And it still gets people interested in what you're doing, wearing, sharing, that kind of stuff. But it's, it's you. Yeah. It's not someone else typing for me. It's not someone else saying, Hey, do this, you know? Dang, I mean, this is There's a real so, business. Oh, girl, I'm not even a pro at this. Once you get to, like, Sarah Bell and all them, you're going to be... Sarah like, Bell is a Ashley's. pro. Oh, once you get to, like, Liz and Meg, you're going to... 
have more than I. I'll have to come back and watch all these because I, I saw don't know. Sarah Bell's post today, and she like has like a new Insta filter, and she changes it. I'm yeah. like, how do you know what to do? Like, like she's like new filter. I'm like, wait, hold on. How often are you supposed to change your filter? I'm. Just, I, that's why I'm like, okay. Like I, her aesthetic is killer, killer. And I'm like, uh, I wore yellow and then blue and then green. <laughs> so people really get invested in your style, though. So that's oh, why yeah. they like link up with you. Like you and Sarah Bell have a totally different style. Oh, but we're like we talk every single day. Me Y'all and Sarah. Do? Yeah, we're like oh, she sometimes goes from being my Snapchat best friend, like on and off with other people. <laughs> but we talk every day. And the thing is, though, our snaps are like these. Like the ugly ones that are like close up, <laughs> double chins, just gross, ugly, weird stuff. But we know that that's real, you know? Yeah. We always said if anyone else could see our snap stories, <laughs> they would be like, what the heck is wrong with these girls? The cloud has them. Probably they're all going to get shown one day. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. But like her, like she doesn't ever post friend pictures or anything. It's all like yeah. her clothes and like her. I mean, she's worked hard for her brand. Yeah, it's And a people wouldn't understand that. So I bet a lot of her friends are like, what the heck? And that's how any bloggers, a lot of people are like, why won't you post this? Mm-hmm. But it's how it happens. And it becomes a job and it's it, like mm-hmm. every post has a dollar value. Oh, yeah. Ah, just freaking out. Okay, so where do you see yourself in five years? What is your goal oh, in five Lord. years? I don't even picture to be here in two years. Okay, let's do two years. Since we're oh, two fine. years in, where do you see yourself in two years? You'll be 22. I'll be, yeah, I'll be just about ready to be 23. Okay. I don't know. Where do you see oh, your gosh. career in 20, in two years? I would love to be traveling more and have it more organized. Um, I would still love to do like the broadcasting stuff. I think that would be so fun. Like I love events. I've gone to CMT stuff and I still love that. I still want to do country music stuff, but it's almost like that became, that was my passion. And now it's kind of like, oh, that'd be fun to go into again. I forgot I liked that. Well, and you're doing YouTube. So you I can, just launched a YouTube, yeah. So you can start interviews and stuff and doing stuff on your YouTube. And if you yeah. grow big enough, you can be your own digital network, really. I know. it's It's so crazy too, because just moving to Nashville, that was always naturally a dream. Like country music I've loved. Can't sing worth a lick. (laughs) I wish I could. But I mean, interviewing them, knowing stories behind things, not like, not like, so you just came out with this. How is it? More like a, so what's really going on? That Mm -hmm, kind of thing. Like, you mm -hmm. know, you know how you do just real life nitty gritty. Would you say that this influencer fashion blogging is your calling? I don't know if it's so much the fashion side of it. I have lately been posting more religious stuff more encouraging stuff more realistic so this you want has to encourage to people I th- and I honestly I, one of my biggest prayers every single time I mean I pray before my he- my feet hit the floor you do what do you pray I thank God for everything first you do because I I thank him before I ask for anything I there I can't remember the last time I asked Just thank him for your life thank him for your blessings oh I the other day I laid like, run through a prayer with me like what would you say so the other day I was in the tanning bed and I Turned my phone on, do not disturb, took off my watch, everything, and I laid there, and for the first time in so long, I thanked him from my head to my feet for like, everything. For, your, like, your body. I was like, thank you for my hair, because people ask about my hair stuff. And I know that sounds really petty, but, like, thank you for my hair, because, you know, some people don't have it. And thank you for my mind that you have programmed a certain way to think a certain way, to be creative a certain way. Thank you for my mind that has allowed me to do what I needed to do. Thank you for my eyes that I'm able to like see the world that you have created. Thank you for my mouth that I can, you know, talk to people and, you know, hopefully go back into either broadcasting or speak your word to people and tell my testimony. Because you hear a lot of great things about life, but there's a lot of stuff that people go through that Mm -hmm. you have no idea. I mean, I, it has not always been happy rainbows and butterflies in my life. Absolutely not. So have you, what, what is your high, your lowest low that you're willing to talk about? Like, 
I mean, high, high school was very rough. It was. It was. I mean, and I know everyone says, oh, I didn't like high school or something. Like, it was the best time. And I'm like, can't relate. Really? Oh. It Why was, was it so rough for you? There was just so many things that happened and mistakes I made and things I got twisted up in and just bad. Everyone has bad paths. And mine was high school. And that happens to a lot. But I think that all that stuff, all the hurt, all the sadness, the pain, the arguments, the bad years all taught me stuff so early. Like, what, was, did you, what did it teach you? don't let a boy be bad to you. Don't be mistreated by a man. Don't um, let people talk to you the way that you, like I would, if a girl came up to me and spoke to me the way I was talked to in high school by other girls, I would not let it, it would literally go in one ear and out the other now. But before, but, but before it was in and it was stuck. in my head for years. How did you, tra- how did you switch that? They apologized. Why did they apologize? Years later, whenever I moved to Nashville, every single girl besides two girls from high school have apologized to me so for stuff that they've done. So were you bullied against? I, yeah. But like I said, I made mistakes too. It's mm-hmm. not, I know I would be lying if I sat here and said, I was great. I don't know what happened. I made mistakes. I did some wrong stuff. I messed up. But I definitely got the hard part of it. Like I did some bad stuff, but the, some girls are, I mean, when I say no morals, it... I'm going to get emotional. I mean, <laughs> girls get mean. I mean, especially those high school some, years. I mean, st- I mean, it's crazy. But after all that passed and after stuff happened, it took a while. But every single girl besides two girls have either messaged me on Facebook or seen me in person since or texted me and just said, I'm sorry. Like, I know what I, and one girl and the best apology I've gotten as a girl said to me. After everything that we, she spoke for her group, but she said after everything that me and all these girls that we did to you, not once did you ever seek revenge or do anything bad back to us. Because there was different groups I'd never did anything to. And I got a message and she said, you were never, ever bad to us. They were like, in response back, you never sought revenge. You never went for us. You never did anything and you took it. But look at you now. Like a girl there said, look at you now. You're showing all of us what we've done and you're proving all of us wrong. Do you feel like you were able to be so grateful and shine, like you said, because you went through so much pain? Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to I mean, obviously people can be negative on Instagram and social media, but I've been so blessed that I've only had probably out of all my posts, I've maybe had I can count on both hands how many negative comments. Wow. I'm very, very... And it's like you I'm almost not, got it out of the way yes. when you were in high school. <laughs> honestly, I've never thought about that, but honestly, yeah. It's almost like, I mean, because whenever I... I mean, I would go into high school and I would hear people saying something and it would my whole body would be hot all day. My feet would be numb. Just Why, like, were, did, did you have an ally on your side or were you alone? Um, it just, honestly, this sounds so tacky, but I prayed. I prayed God was always so hard. There were so many. I mean, and the thing is, I was friends with teachers, too. So, like, I had a counselor that I was friends with just because my mom was a teacher at the Cross Street School. But, I mean, I would go to them and talk, and I would just be like, I don't get it. There were so many girls also, and guys, too, that can be mean, that I'm just like, I've never said anything bad to them. I don't get it. What is happening? And they said, it's going to pass. And I'm like, no, it's not. Because in high school, you don't know there's anything else. I mean, if if I would have been sitting, I wish I knew then, or I wish I could, like, see myself in high school, like, go back and look through a window and just watch one day. Like, I have one day in particular that I would just go back to, and it was the worst day ever, and I would just go back to it and just watch myself. 
I wish I could just stand in front of myself and be like, this is not like in two years, you're going to be in Nashville. You're going to be having the time of your life. You're going to have the best. I almost cried whenever we were in the cycle last day. And she was I like, always cry in cycling. Yeah. It's so inspirational. Whenever, whenever she was like, it's hard to find a, whenever the girl was saying, it's hard to find a group of girls that's going to lift you up and not secretly want to tear you down. Like lift like, you up on your best days yes. and be with you celebrating and then lift you in like. Even higher on your bad, bad days. days. I was like, I wish that I knew then what my life would be like now. Cause I would have said to myself, just girl, put your head up. Like I remember I would always sit in the back of classrooms. Because, like you can ask any of my teachers in high school. I would always say on the first day, I have to sit in the back. If you make a seating chart, please put me in the back. Cause I get anxiety. I always feel like girls are going to pull my hair. I feel like if someone's going to throw something at me or put something on me, I can't sit in the back. And Shirley. I was, I mean, I was always, or I have this in the back. I can't sit in the front. And a teacher said, I have to do it alphabetically for this, but you'll be in the middle. So like it'll, one, I mean, every teacher worked with me besides one, but she was crazy. But I mean, <laughs> but so I you mean, really had a tough high school. Oh yeah. And if you <clears throat> actually, the girl that did this, whenever, um, I was younger, a girl scooted her chair back through my ponytail or through my hair between the seats, scooted up and was like, Shay, hurry. And I like sat up real quick. We're friends now. We talk all the time. She tried, like, to rip your hair. Yeah. To pull your hair. Yeah, as hard but as we're you can. friends now. So I, we're fine now. Yeah. But I mean, just stuff. And that, and then it that was kind of funny stuff all the time that was in like sixth grade and then in high school we were friends later and um later we were sitting there and I, I kept pulling my hair onto the front and I always sat in the back and she goes do you sit in the back because of what happened whenever we were little and I was like yes and she's like <laughs> oh my god I traumatized you but I mean just little stuff that sticks with you you wouldn't think of that it totally imprints you it's oh such my gosh a, it's such a um a fragile age you know oh my gosh and you think that, everything is the end of the world everything is in the world what would you want to tell young girls it's there's just so many things like on, on, on like honestly keep your head up let it go in one ear and out the other. And I say, I see my friends that are still in high school, my um, younger cousins and just different girls that reach out to me about like, hey, this has happened. And girls that went to my high school that I didn't go to school with, but they know that I went there and they say, hey, I, you know, I've been through this. I know, you know, this person, and you know, I, and I just want to say to them, it's going to end. It will, like, I promise you it's going to be okay. And I heard that whenever I was in school from everyone. It's going to be okay. Like, my mom would say, you know, it's going to end. You're going to go off and do something. You're not going to stick around. My mom always knew. My she mom and dad knew. always knew you're going to go. You're going to go off. And you're going to fly. Yeah. They always were like, we're not scared of where you're going to end up. They always knew I was going to do something. They just didn't know what or where. I didn't know either. But I... Whenever I was 14, I thought I was going to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader forever. <laughs> that was my dream. That was what I wanted to be when I grew up. Anytime anyone asked, yep, I'm going to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. It wouldn't shock me. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> well, now you're going to be a professional famous blogger. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's just crazy to think about. Okay, I want to ask you a few questions before you wrap up. I could talk to you forever. Okay. You're so freaking inspiring. Oh, my gosh. Well, we'll talk after this. <laughs> Finish the sentence. What does the world need now? Encouragement. And God, this world needs Jesus. Yes, it does. This world, I was talking about that. <laughs> you were asking about my prayer and stuff. A prayer, I thank God. And I just, I pray that he fixes what this world is becoming. It is so scary to the point where you don't want to bring, you know, kids into it. You don't want to do all this stuff. I mean, it is just, it's terrifying. So this world needs Jesus. I believe that people are good. <laughs> Luke Bryan. But I love that song. <laughs> no, I, I believe that. If you sat down with the meanest, worst person in the world, there's something good in every single person. I agree. People, every, why do you think people turn mean? 
experience, I could have easily become bitter and mean and become, you know, those girls were mean to me. I'm going to be mean to these girls and I'm going to show other people like I'm going to be strong by being a rude person. But why did you not do that? Because I knew how it felt. I knew that if I was mean to someone, like if I see a person that I'm like at the grocery store and I just happen to give a look to, I'm like, I'll like smile at them later because I don't want, I don't want anyone to ever feel the slightest bit of hatred or bitterness or any sort of ill feeling because you never know what a person's going through at all you never have any idea what kind of morning they've had before class you don't know what they went through between class periods what or, their you home know. life is like yeah if you don't have, know if they're getting abused at home <laughs> you don't know if a girl is getting mean text messages in class threatening her not to leave the classroom because that's happened that is the worst and be in a classroom and say between next periods don't go to your locker or else I mean to get those kinds of messages you never know what people are going through and people are scared to speak up and say something it's but I think that deep down all those mean girls now they're I mean they're good I just think something happens maybe they're insecure they're scared or everyone's like they're just jealous and I was like that's easy to hear but, but there's I don't, a I don't think, it. yeah, I don't think whenever people are like, they're just jealous and everyone always says that, but it's, there's more to it than an envious side of people. I totally agree with you. And You're also, so wise. I want, oh, thank you. And also, also, I was trying to think of what else I was, I had something else to say. I just keep interrupting you because I just want to know everything. Oh, I forgot. But we'll, we'll come back to it. Okay. Compassion is. Hmm. That's hard. Compassion is. My first thought was love. Just be loving toward people, whether they're whenever they're down, whenever they're happy. Hannah Niece is a great example of that. She is one of the most compassionate people. You can say anything to her. She won't be judgmental. She's encouraging. She's loving. She's there for you. She's, I mean, I think she's like the epitome of a compassionate person. I love that. Just like you are too, though. The more I get to know her, I just love you and love you even more. I love you I love you more. I'm like, dang, you are the sweetest, brightest person in the whole world. Well, I'm the same as you. Like, I had so many insecurities growing mm-hmm. up, and, like, I didn't have the same situation as you, but I was so insecure that I never want anyone to feel that way. I oh. want everyone, and it makes me cry, I want mm-hmm. everyone to feel good about themselves. Like, I don't oh, yeah. want it to be a competition. Mm-hmm. I want us all to work together. That's what I love about our group that we're in. I don't me know how too. I got so lucky to be in it, I, but... I feel the same way i'm not even a blogger really and no, i'm like how someone, the hell did i get in here but it's because it's because you're a good person and all those girls if you needed anything at any time from any of them they will text you back with a response either if it's you know you need help with a campaign company or you want help with how to post something no one's or, trying or to you've like had a bad day themselves. no if you've had a bad day any of those girls will talk to you yeah like, it's amazing yeah it's it's a different kind of connection and friendship than i've really experienced before i agree light is and the darkness is happiness i mean i think also a sense of humor you you have to be if you're so like serious all the time you have to be light and happy and just positive about things i just whenever you say that i just on automatically thought of like a happy-go-lucky you're happy when you see them whenever you see them walk through the door you're not like oh crap like dread you're not like that cherry knot in your heart you're not like you're just very oh she's here oh my gosh what's she been up to what's going on just a light happy person darknesses that (laughs) cherry (laughs) knot stomach you get whenever you see something I mean a bad time you've been through uh, something that reminds you of you know something not so great in your life that kind of thing just negative people that the passive aggressiveness passive aggressiveness is there you don't want that that is 
such a dark thing to have in your life. So you do not want that. The point of life is God. I mean, we're all going to go somewhere. Why did God put us through this earth? Because this earth is beautiful, but brutal. Oh my gosh. Because the sin in the world is huge, but God's love and grace and mercy and world and life and happiness is so much greater. Why do you think he made us come here? Like, why didn't we just stay in heaven to begin with? <laughs> like, why, why, I does, wish I why does he want us to go through all this? I wish I knew. I mean, the more I can spread the thing I've been, what I was telling you earlier is whenever I've been praying lately is God, give me a path. And my, my, my next goal is everywhere I go. Like I went to Chicago last week. I went to Orange Beach on my heart, everywhere I've been. I'm about to go to Miami this week, but like everywhere I've been, it's been on my heart. Share the word with someone. God, show me a person, whether it's a hobo on the street, a clerk at the store, a girl that is passing me something. Show me at least one person everywhere I go that you, because he's taken me there. It's if it wasn't, oh, if it wasn't for that. him, I wouldn't be in Miami with a pink lily shoot. If I wasn't, you know, given the opportunity opportunity with Rachel Allen, I wouldn't have been in Chicago. I wouldn't have done all these things. So show me someone that I can either pray for, spread his word for, do something. Cause he's taking you there. He's taking me there. That's my next goal is Shelly, everywhere I go. You're so in tune. I love to be so young, <laughs> but you're not so like, religious like beating at fire and brimstone I know, like you're gonna go to hell cuss <laughs> no. words still come out here and there I mean, but, but like, like the thing that, that drives me crazy about religion is people get so locked up in the words they forget that love is the main point of exactly. it exactly you could be <clears throat> the i mean a lot i saw a quote one time that said some of the most hypocritical um most judgmental people i've ever met are sitting on the front row and some of the nicest most um uh, what's the word uplifting encouraging people are the ones covered in tattoos that are hey I mean <laughs> hey seriously but like the ones that are going out and having fun and stuff and enjoying life but they're not going to be judging, judging your every move your every step like this the school shooting that came out the first thing that people said were was it's the guns it's this it's democrats republicans all this stuff it is love. Mm -hmm. If that kid had love, he would not have done that. Mm -hmm. If he had a better life, I mean, he, obviously things happen and to everybody and you can't just make that an excuse, but this world needs love, love and Jesus and encouragement and happiness because, and I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that I haven't, you know, done some mean things or done darker things and like that kind of stuff. Before but, you knew better. It's but what before, Maya exactly. Angelou says. When, when you know better, do better. Oh, I like that. It's her famous quote. Once you know better, you do better. See, and you've always, you've learned that. Oh my gosh, yes. Like my brothers, I was so mean to them. And whenever I lived but at home. you're a kid. And, exactly. But like, I mean, I, there's times where I'll be like, oh my, there, I have those friends that I'll call and be like, did you see her this? Did you see that? And did that's you just see, being a and human. And that's a person. Like that's, that's one thing. But if I would have like. when you talk to your friends though, you're talking in confidence and you're not doing it to spread <laughs> negative towards that person. Right. I wouldn't go comment that on someone's picture and be like, wow, did you edit this? Or wow, you don't look like that in person. Yeah. But I would, you know, say to a friend, um, that's not right. Like that kind of but thing. But it's also your industry. So you do need yeah, to look around true. and, and so see what's going on. So it's easy to be judgy. It's in mm -hmm. our nature. It's part mm -hmm. of sin. It's naturally in the world. But I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm perfect because I'm not. Right. But it's the easiest thing to do is if someone looks sad or looks down or is needing help. My friend texts me about needing help in her marriage. I didn't say, oh, girl, just, you know, think of the good times. Love him. Do that. I told her Bible scripture because that is so much more powerful mm -hmm. to some people. Some people don't need that, but that with worldly advice mixed in is the best kind of encouragement you can give someone. 
I love that. Okay, so I'm going to wrap up because you're okay. so inspirational. I can't <laughs> believe you're only 20 years old. I love how you've listened to God. I love how you follow your heart. I love how you trust. Like oh, to me, you. trusting and taking the leap of faith is so huge. And you have to trust that there's a bigger force at work. Oh, yeah. And you have to trust that you well, are Well, this is not led. by me. I'm not, that, I'm not that strong to do all this. Leave your light. I like to leave, uh, wrap up all my interviews with leave your light. So just leave your inspiration, how you want to inspire the world, what you want people to know, like what you, just the message you want to send out there. I mean, I know this whole thing's inspirational, but. Leave my light. How you want people, like if it is a, if you are just saying a Shaylee, this is you, this is what your legacy is. This is what you want people to remember about you. What do you want them to have taken away from your life? Laugh, have fun. Don't be so tense all the time. Be real. Um, whenever it's time to cry, cry as hard as you want to all the time. I cried my eyes out the other night at Confessions out of, sh- of a Shopaholic. Not because it's <laughs> sad, but I needed a good cry. You know, whenever you want to laugh, just have those people. If something is toxic, get rid of it. That is just, Amen. I have never, I mean, I've never been quicker now to, okay, this makes me uncomfortable. This makes me unhappy. I have to get it out. Unfollow, delete, mm-hmm. whatever. I've never been happier than I am in this phase of my life because I am surrounded by people I want to be surrounded by. I have people that I want to talk to. I have people in my life that I want here, that want to be here. I don't force anything. What's happening is happening. It's not me doing it. It's God. But I'm so happy where I'm at right now. Like this is a life I would have never dreamed of. And I'm so excited to see what's going on next. Because I wish he would just tell me and give me like but then you a little, want, I know. But you got to live it. <laughs> I need something to look forward to. But it's it's a very good life because I've let things happen and I've rolled with it and I've learned. And you've rolled with it and you've learned. I love that. Rolling with it, not holding it so tightly. Yeah. Got to roll with it. Things can come and go so fast. You, I could have this whole place right now and then I could, you know, it could all burn up tonight. And I ha- But I have people and I have friends and that I have family that would take me in in a heartbeat that would help me, that would supply things for me. God would supply things for like, I would need new clothes. Well, God has supplied all these companies <laughs> in my life, which seems so small. But like, if I needed something, he, he's there. It's there. My friends are there. Shaylee, you are amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. Thank you so much for joining me. What a way to kick off my first episode on the Influencer Series. I'm so excited. You're not just a fabulous influencer for fashion and blogging, just for life and Aww. the way to live. You're such a great influencer for that. Well, thank you. I appreciate you so much. I love oh you, girl. Oh, my gosh. I just love you so much. <laughs> You're the best. Okay. Bye. Bye. How inspiring is Shaylee? She is so freaking amazing. She's only 20 years old and she already knows so much. She's so wise. So wise, has such a booming business for herself to be so freaking young. Like she blows me away. I love that girl. It was such an honor to get to interview her. And next week, you guys, I have Megan and Liz. You know I love me some Megan and Liz. I have already interviewed them once. They are the most precious twins that have ever walked the face of the earth. And Liz just got engaged. We're all gosh we're talking all about her engagement what her wedding's gonna be like of course her and her sister's incredible bond how they have stuck together how they love each other how they do their influence they are youtube stars they have over a million subscribers they're also instagram stars they have like almost 200,000 followers they are all about fashion they have their own clothing line at macy's we're going to talk all about it and get all the details so you guys are not going to miss megan and liz next week we'll see you then